My skin is black. What you looking at? My skin is black. I feel so good to be black right now. Welcome to episode 132 of the Black in Fashion podcast. So, guys, I have not done a Black in Fashion podcast episode by myself in a very, very long time. I've been interviewing everyone on the Black in Fashion podcast uh, since you'll know when. So, I do like to cut in every now and then of the Black in Fashion podcast and just give like a full, like, transparency moment and authentic moment when it comes to creative entrepreneurship. Um, I like to talk a little bit about, you know, business to business relationships as well as like building up like your network and about these great things. So today what I want to kind of speak to you guys about a little bit um, and it's funny because I used to do this series called Drinking and Draping, um, but now I'm just uh, going to just sip on this. But I'm in year five of the podcast. Is this year five? I've been doing this podcast since 2018 and this episode, this is episode 132. <laughs> wow, that's a long time. I didn't even realize that. But anyway, sorry. Um, I think it's important for us as new business owners and small business owners to discuss and have these discussions about what it's really like. Because, of course, you know, we hear in entrepreneurship about, you know, all of the freedom that we have and how great it is to be in entrepreneurship. But we rarely discuss some of our pitfalls and our downfalls that kind of go with that. And a lot of times when we have our pitfalls and our downfalls, it's either money related or it is relationship related, whether it's your vendors, your suppliers, who you're, who you're selling to, and, and your client relationships. So we're talking about business relationships, whether it's client-based, and we're talking about financial issues that we may or may not have, and then, of course, like relationships that we have with our vendors and such like that, because it takes more than one person to run a business. You do need to rely sometimes on um, different products or raw materials and stuff like that. So first point I want to hit on is money. Now, um, financials will always be up and down in entrepreneurship. Um, and that's just is what it is. Um, um, it's just honestly, it is what it is. There is no way around that. So sometimes businesses do very, very well. And then there are other times where businesses are not doing so well. Everyone has like their up and down seasons. So just because you see someone at some point just doing very, very well, doesn't mean that that's what they're always doing, you know, and they might not be sharing those things. I'm like, oh my God, I hit six figures, da, da, da. but they're not hitting six figures in profit. They may be hitting six figures in revenue. And there's a difference between revenue and profit. So, um, I know you guys probably see a lot of mastermind classes and, oh, you can make this amount of money and, oh, is this formula, um, I made this. But revenue and profit are completely different. Another thing is, is that most businesses fail within the first, like, they say most businesses fail within the first five years because of poor money management. I do recommend that you have softwares like QuickBooks and that you keep up to date with how you are spending their money and that you also are negotiating with everything that you have. I absolutely never take the first number. I am a negotiating fool. I don't care what it is because at the end of the day, everyone, we're trying to get to a common goal. We're trying to get to a common goal and your vendors need you to buy, you know, so it's a good idea. I'm not saying challenge it, but to, I read this book by Maury, it's called Bring Yourself. So bringing yourself is a different form of negotiations. And really what it is, is just 
sharing of information to meet a common goal, which is what most business relationships are. You're sharing information to get to a common goal. So if I'm sharing information with my fabric vendor about maybe my particular client and how this is going to be a repeat order, repeat business, they're probably more than likely going to give me a better deal on pricing because I'm guaranteeing them business in the future. So it's all about the more information that you can share with the people that you're working with, the more things that you can get. And then also being about community, being about black owned, being having like sustainability, all these different things that will also have people cling to you because of what you stand for. We live in a world right now where purpose is a big thing, you know? And if you're selling something, what what are you doing to support the community? What are you doing to support black creatives, black businesses, small business small businesses, women owned businesses, um, all of these different things. So having a corporate social responsibility worked into your business is probably one of the best things that you can do as a business owner is corporate social responsibility. Like what are you giving back? You know, what 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 community of people are you helping? You know, so um, those things also determine sales. They determine how clients cling to you, and it also determines what business, uh, what business to business transactions you want you're going to have because everyone is about something. Another thing that we don't discuss in entrepreneurship a lot is that client to client relationship. But if you can get a whole bunch of business owners in the room together and you have one person tell a story about a client. Every other person that's in the service-based business is probably going to have a horror story. And that's because that we don't always set boundaries with our clientele. Setting boundaries with your clientele is one of the most important things you can do, in, and honestly, in any business. Um, when it comes to establishing your business hours, um, when it establishes to how you want to be contact, you know, like um, whether it, your best form of contact is email. And it's okay to have your clients adjust to the way that you work. Um, one of my first retail jobs ever, um, my, my manager told me was that you have to train your clients. You have to train your customers too because then you know you'll have people that try to walk all over you and run all over you just because they're spending their money but at the same time this is an even exchange yes they are spending money but you are providing whether you're providing a product or a service so you're providing they're paying for it there's no one having hierarchy over the other like you're paying for something and you're getting it but that doesn't mean that they can treat you or speak to you or talk to you in any manner business acumen has to be on both sides so i say all that to say that when you're vetting consumers and customers and even when it comes to vetting people that you want to work with and or employees you guys have to understand how each other work and all business relationships are not going to be you know, they're not going to be perfect, you know, because you have different personalities. And a lot of times as a woman in business who cater to a lot of women in business, we lead with our emotions. I have clients all the time that send these long drawn out emotional emails and I'm literally is it's a quick answer to it, you know, but since we as women lead with our emotions, they sometimes come across in business. And as sometimes our emotions can be our downfall in business as a whole, because we are relying too much of them instead of thinking what our head clearly about 
let's stay solution oriented, let's find the, the common ground here, and let's figure out how to move forward amicably. But when sometimes when we let emotion takes over, that goes out the window. Somebody gets to feeling disrespected, somebody gets to getting in their feelings about the way someone's speaking to them, and then of course, an email, you never know how someone's gonna take something. So depending on how it's written, how the words are, you never know how somebody is gonna receive something. So it's super duper important to make sure that when you are establishing all these different relationships and stuff like that with people that you know when it's time to nip it too. It's okay to fire a client, it's okay to fire a vendor, it's okay to let an employee go if they're not servicing you, you know? At the end of the day, you both have to serve one another, so it also should be a common ground there as well, especially when it comes to client and customer relationships, and even more when it comes to employee relationships because you're investing in them, you know? And even business to business, because you're investing in them to give you what you need from them, whether you're hiring someone to do your website for you, or you're hiring someone to do graphic, you're hiring someone to be your photographer, like, in the design and creative world, there are so many different parts of the business that need to be joined together to come to one common goal that you're dealing with a lot of people. And having people skills is probably one of the highest things up on the roster with owning a business that is not talked about enough. You need people skills. You need to be able to pitch to people. You need to be able to negotiate to people. You need to be able to sell to people. So having people skills is probably one of the biggest things I can actually say that you guys need to make sure you focus on. Um, I know I have quite a few people jumping in and out of the life. Did you guys have any questions when it comes to like customer relationships and stuff like that when it, um, or like money or just even just customer relationships, money, vetting and what that process looks like because it does change for everyone. Um, I really just want to say, make sure that you are setting boundaries more than anything else, that you're not over, over delivering, I mean, sorry, overextending yourself, that you're not trying to over deliver and be clear cut when it comes to your contracts, <laughs> when it comes to the way that you work, when it comes to your SOPs, your standard operating procedures, all of those things need to work hand in hand with one another. So um, that's all I want to say. <laughs> um, um, I haven't done like a live podcast in a very, very long time or whatever. And of course this will get aired probably like two weeks from now, but I think that it's important to work on those relationships and maintain them. So I have a couple book recommendations when it comes to this, the book recommendations is going to be bring yourself, um, by Maury. And then the other one is going to be How to Win Friends and Influence Others by Dale Carnegie. Those two books will really help you understand all the different dynamics when it comes to people, um, and not just in business, but just in life as a whole, you know? So business can be extremely hard. It can be challenging. You can get knocked down, but you, you gotta, I, I wear a necklace around my neck that says relentless all the time because just because something didn't go right the first time doesn't mean that you should give up hope. And if you do give up and you don't decide to move forward, you weren't that passionate about it to begin with. But, um, passion doesn't have a time frame on it just so you guys know like passion can come at any time you know it's something that's always within you so don't let society make you feel like you're supposed to be in uh, you know have a whole bunch of money at a certain age or you're supposed to have kids and this I think purpose does not go away passion does not go away you can always revisit you can always go back can you repeat book names uh, books are um how to Win Friends and Influence Others by Dale Carnegie. And the other one is going to be Bring Yourself by Maury. 
I can't pronounce her last name, but the name of the book is Break Yourself. Um, but I think that those are the biggest key points. And then also when you're in service-based businesses, I just want to make sure that you that you really think about and own that sometimes you could be rushed, whether this is hair, whether you are a hairstylist, whether you are a um, um, nail tech, whether you are an esthetician, anyone who has a service-based business, you're a brand strategist, you do websites, whatever like that, their emergency is not your emergency. Do not let nobody rush your process at all. Now, the thing is that there, time is money. Don't get me wrong. Time is money. But there's also a way of trusting the process. Now, if you are caught up in a situation where you have put yourself on an unrealistic deadline and you're rushing someone else to get something done from you, like I just said, their emergency is not your emergency. So you have to stop putting these criterias on yourself and trying to be too hard on yourself because we are our own worst critics. And then now everybody else has to feel that energy because you wanted something by a certain day that wasn't realistic. You can only control the things that are in your hands. But when you are outsourcing and you are working with others, you cannot control how they get things done because you have to get out of this syndrome only client. I call it only client syndrome. When you think that someone is supposed to move at your pace at all times when they're in when you're paying them a certain dollar amount, you're paying just like everybody else is paying. Your service is just important like everyone else's service. But at the end of the day, we live in a world where people are not gonna work themselves to death for anybody. Somebody might say, Oh, I'm gonna have it done on Friday and on Monday or Tuesday they have, you know, a a, a, a bad day and then they're not able to get to it and that's okay we are allowed to take breaks when things are not servicing us or we need to just take a step back and we're feeling overwhelmed but you don't need to hand like harsh down on people because they didn't meet an exact deadline and that's my one thing about my business I don't guarantee no deadlines <laughs> and that's just not what I do we go with each stage by each stage by each stage and the reason why we do that is because there are so many different factors in the business that I'm in so I don't work on deadlines and it's in my contract so when then people try to rush me afterwards I always have to be like can you refer back to that contract because I don't work on deadlines that's just my prerogative and if you have an issue with that then you should not work with me you don't have to sign that contract you know but I think it's better as any business owner to set up what your boundaries are from day one if you come later down the line with it then you establish a problem there because the recipient did not receive all the information to begin with okay so that's all I have for you guys today um on this black and fashion podcast it was kind of impromptu I just wanted to if there's any additional questions of course uh throw them in the chat box I'll give you guys three or four minutes about this whether it's the books whether it's something that you need advice on um or anything like that I was going to ask that just started doing this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if there's anything you need advice on when it comes to business or something that's like been, you know, getting up underneath your skin or whatever, I'll take a couple minutes to just answer some questions. And I, of course, I'd love to give advice wherever I can, whether it be, especially my custom wear designers, y'all probably deal with it the most because you guys make event-driven clothing. Um, when you are a, a custom-made designer and you focus on event-driven clothing, you do have a lot of like the, the tightest deadlines. You have a lot of impact patient clients and stuff but just set your boundaries from the get-go and then you won't have as many issues so 
like I said, any service-based businesses, have your contracts, have your client handbook, have your procedure, have your sign-off, have all of those things, and do not allow anyone to rush your process. But you have to establish that boundary first. If you promise and you try to deliver, and you can do that via text, you literally can agree to something via text, and that's kind of like a legal binding um, agreement or whatever, and someone could sue you if they didn't get what they needed at that time. But I would say manage expectations. Manage expectations of your client and also give yourself grace and just have all of those things worked into your process from day one. So hope that was helpful for everyone. Definitely tune into the Black and Fashion Podcast. There is 130 episodes worth of free information um, from so many amazing people that have came here to take interviews. I've been doing this podcast since 2018. So there is a lot of information there um, that you can learn from, that you can be inspired by, that you can get motivated by. So definitely take a look and listen. We're on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, you name it, it's all it's all out there. Um, and I am going to sign out, you guys, and I hope that everyone has an amazing first day of Women's History Month. Definitely, if you haven't done so already, all my women out there, make sure you get you a glass of wine tonight and relax. And don't let nobody make you do nothing that you don't want to do today. <laughs> well, at least I hope so, because it's the end of the day. So you guys do grading for already made patterns. Y'all done came in here with production production questions. Yes, we do. Just book a production consultation. Um, but hope that's helpful. But like y'all get your drink on, celebrate. We're gonna be celebrating all one from Women's History Month. And I hope that I continue to see some amazing women do some amazing things in this world and really make a difference. So on that note, peace out. Have an amazing rest of your week. And um, yeah, that's it. Have a good one, guys. Bye.